And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I am your host, Jason Larkins, where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight, let's get started. Now, this is episode one. Not sure if there's going to be an episode two, but thank you for joining me. And I don't want to waste any time. I want to hop right into this. So the other day I was on TikTok and I came across this video and that video has been speaking to me literally ever since I watched it. And the video said this. Okay, so here's the hard truth. If you don't come out of this quarantine with a new skill, a new side hustle or a new knowledge, then you never lacked the time, you lacked the discipline. And I'll say that one part one more time for you guys. Say it louder for the people in the back. It wasn't the time that you lacked, it was the discipline that you lacked. That has been on my mind ever since. You know, how many times do we say, I would love to do X, Y, or Z if I had more time? And then we get that time and we find some way to waste that time that we've been given. And with so much time off during this quarantine, I wanted to be able to look back and say, during that time, I was able to accomplish this with my life. I was able to learn this. I was able to get this started. I want to be, I want something significant to come out of this, this time. I have a quick, you know, example is I've always wanted to barbecue, never learned how. My mom got me a barbecue years ago for Christmas. It's literally sat in my backyard forever. Um, my buddy got me a barbecue, a little mini like gas grill. Got it for me um, for our wedding. And so at least five years I've had that one. And it's literally sat there. And I just said, you know, what am I, what am I waiting for? You know, all we can do is eat during this quarantine. What am I waiting for? And, you know, finally put together. And since then I've been grilling two, three times a week ever since. And, you know, and and that's been like really fulfilling. Like, what else should I be or can I be doing? And I think this podcast is another great example of that. You know, I've heard numerous times that I should be an inspirational speaker, that I should write a book, that I should start a podcast. And I thought, yeah, you know, that would be pretty cool. And again, like most of us, I have found an excuse not to pull the trigger. And I think right now, like, what is my excuse now? And I honestly, I don't have one. Well, I take that back. I have plenty of excuses, but none that I would accept from, you know, an athlete that I coach or nothing that I would actually buy from a friend who, you know, if the roles were reversed, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just sounds like excuses to me, right? And my mom used to tell me all the time growing up, you always have the time to do the things that you want to do. But my biggest um, like hurdle with the podcast was, what am I actually going to talk about? And now I've been told enough times by enough people and invited to speak at enough places where I've come to realize that I am more comfortable speaking to an audience than probably your average person. But that wasn't really my hang-up. My hang-up was, what am I actually going to talk about that I can talk about for multiple episodes, right? That can actually, you know, know, sustain. How can I sustain this? And now this whole COVID thing is happening. It's turning our world upside down. And while it's having an effect on, you know, every facet of life, my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter feed, 
And if you don't follow me, be sure to follow me at Jason Larkins across all platforms. Anyway, but my, my Facebook, my Instagram, Twitter feed, right? They're all littered with this most recent news that World is canceled and that the summit is on, you know, and summit's like scheduled for sometime mid-June, right? And so I say all that to, to say this. I figured out exactly what the podcast was going to be about. And I think I'm just going to give you my opinion, my perspective on the things I see in the cheer industry and probably things I see happening in life. And like I said in the intro, whatever comes to mind. And let me say this very clearly in episode one. You are allowed to disagree with me. You're allowed to have your own opinion. Please be nice in the comments. But this is just my opinion. And I'm entitled to my opinion. And you're entitled to your opinion. And, you know, I'm just going to give you things the way I see things. And, you know, people are going to disagree, but it is what it is. Now, before I hop into the madness of how everyone reacted, you know, about the world and summit news, I do want to give a quick introduction to anyone who doesn't know who I am. However, I figure on your first podcast episode, 99% of the people who actually are listening are your like close friends, right? Like, oh, I'll support, I'll, I'll support my boy, Jay. So shout out to my wife. Uh, my mom, and probably lots of American cheer parents. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. If there's anyone else listening, you know, I appreciate the listen for sure. So I started cheering my junior year in high school. My sister has been a cheerleader forever. She's two years younger than me. And she cheered forever from like first grade all the way up until she started working for varsity late mid 20s or so. Anyway, so my, my sister's a lifer. She'd all, you know, we always did cheer always at the house or, you know, we're always involved in, you know, going to this cheer competition or doing this and doing that involved with cheer, right? And my cousin moved in with us one day and he could do a, a round off tuck, standing tuck. And my mom was so thoroughly impressed. She said, Hey, if I sign you up for tumbling classes, will you take them? And he goes, only if my cousin takes them with me. And I'm like, man, tumbling, that sounds like a gateway drug to cheerleading. I don't know. But long story short, started doing uh, cheer, started doing all-star cheer junior in high school, cheered at Champion Outlaws, which is old school. So if you know uh, Cheer Force San Diego, that's Cheer Force San Diego through a couple of gym purchases and mergers used to be Champion Outlaws. Cheered there, cheered at California All-Stars. After that, I decided to cheer in college, cheered at Palomar College, where we were the 2005... UCA collegiate champions. I then transferred to Stephen F. Austin State University in Nacogdoches, Texas, where I went ahead and won another three NCA collegiate national championships there. Graduated with a bachelor's in kinesiology, minor in nutrition. Eventually did Team USA. I did Team USA in 2011. And then right, actually during that time, I started coaching cheerleading. I coached at Pacific Coast Magic. For about six years, I coached at California Baptist University, coached there for six years, and then all of those opportunities led to the opportunity to run the cheer program at American Cheer, where I am currently the cheer director. My wife and I run the program here together. Yeah, this is year number, we have just, I guess, ended our fourth season here at American. It's been great. You know, and, and, I, and I love it here. We have a great staff. We have great athletes. We have great parents here. 
And, um, yeah, and, you know, we haven't been doing too shabby lately. So, uh, you know, I'm excited about everything we got going on. Lastly, my wife is Ashley. Ashley Larkins. Uh, we have a little baby girl due in July. A little baby Joey. So, um, yeah, we're uh, over the moon excited about her uh, arrival. But that's enough about me. Let's talk cheer. So earlier this week, World said we will not be having Worlds this year. And I don't think anyone was too, too surprised by that news. Everything else in our world has been canceled. Obviously, the NBA canceled first. NCAA College Nationals canceled. The Olympics canceled. I mean, everything is canceled. I mean, we're all at home. So I don't think too many people were surprised to see that Worlds had actually been officially canceled. But I I understand. We don't have a Worlds team. So I wasn't too emotionally, um, I guess, upset about the announcement. I mean, I was originally when we, you know, when all this went down. But, you know, now kind of gotten used to the idea that cheerleading wouldn't be happening but you know but i understand athletes that you know planned on going seniors coaches owners teams parents totally understand everyone has a right to be upset and, you know and so i saw that happen on on twitter and on facebook and everything going on and people just being upset and again i have no problem with anyone being upset my biggest disconnect with with world's canceling isn't seeing people being upset about the fact that it was canceled, but upset, you know, I saw this several times. We should have been the ones to be able to break the news to our athletes. And this is coaches and gym owners, right? And for those of you guys who don't know, what happened was Cheer Updates gets the email like the rest of the coaches, and it says we will be canceling worlds. And then Cheer Updates, Cheer Updates gets it as a coach, you know, coach Cheer Updates gets it as a coach. And then his, you know, goes on his side business and does cheer updates and updates the world. Hey, we're not having worlds, this year, or they're not having worlds, you know. And obviously, athletes see that, and coaches see that, and everyone sees it. And you know, the biggest thing I saw was we, we should have been the ones to break it to our kids, not Twitter or Facebook or whatever the case may be, right? And I, it's just my disc. Again, this is just my opinion. This is where I start losing people. And I just think in this during this day and age. That's nearly impossible. And, and you know, this was a lot. I mean, Cheer Updates caught a lot of heat for this, for tweeting this and releasing this news, breaking the story. And, you know, and again, he didn't break the story. We all got the email at the same time. He just posted it before probably some gym owners, coaches were able to read their email, which means parents see it before gym owners and, right? And so, but again, I just think in this day and age, it's nearly impossible to... When news like that comes out, you know, it's universal news. It's nearly impossible to say, hey, we want to be the first ones to tell our, our athletes or to tell our families. And I, and I get why parents want or why coaches and owners want to do that. But, you know, I think about we all get the announcement at the same time as coaches, owners and East Coast All-Stars, right? Which team on the East Coast? Um, World Cup says out in New Jersey say oh you know we're gonna tell our parents at 6 p.m. families are gonna be off work we're gonna tell our families at 6 p.m. they tell their families at 6 p.m. they are heartbroken um the kids go home parents go home is I can't believe the season is over they canceled worlds right and we get our email 
and we go, hey, we're going to schedule it for 6 p.m. Cali time because we need to wait for our parents to get off work, right? But there's a three-hour time difference. And so now all of our West Coast families see how the East Coast is reacting. And, you know, and then they're texting me and saying, oh. And so and I think that's just one example about how quickly news spreads and how, you know, it's just, I think it's nearly, again, nearly impossible, you know, to be able to control that type of thing. And, you know, the cheer industry went in on, on cheer update. I actually really feel bad for them because, you know, we want, we want things in real time and we want things quickly. And, you know, I just feel bad that the whole world is, you know, it's not his fault that worlds got canceled. He, and, and he didn't release it before, you know, worlds released it. He released it when he got the news and, but again, I understand, but you know, but the biggest complaint I saw from coaches of worlds was, coaches saying I didn't announce it myself and since I didn't get the email or since I didn't read the email before my parents got to see the tweet I now have parents calling and texting me and basically coaches are saying I was caught off guard right I was caught off guard I wasn't prepared to answer those questions and again I totally understand that perspective I don't like being caught off guard either you know but but I really think it's it's deeper than that because real talk here we go real talk um us as coaches we really are like an insecure bunch and we do not want parents demonstrating in any way that we don't know what we're talking about right or that parents know more than us as coaches you know and that's and that's and that's really what i think you know again my opinion i think that's what it comes down to parent parent goes hey jason so does this mean we're not going to Worlds? I just got the, you know, I just saw this tweet, you know, a screenshot with the tweet. And I go, oh man, I haven't prepared anything. And then, you know, what 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 can I say? Oh, I didn't see the tweet or I didn't see the email. I haven't had time. And I think we as coaches feel like our parents will lose respect for us. And we feel like our parents will decide that they want to go to another gym where they know what they're talking about, right? I think there's one thing I've tried to do with our parents is let them know, hey guys, you know, um, when the competition schedule comes out, this happens a lot, right? Competitions, competition companies don't post drafts to the, or sometimes they don't, but they'll post the competition schedule on their website so that everyone sees it at the same time, coaches and parents. Parents, you know, go, hey, where is our itinerary out? I see that the competition schedule's out. It's like, yeah, I see that it's out, but, you know, I didn't see that it was out. I was coaching the kids or whatever, and I, I didn't have time to actually come up with something. So I try to let them know, hey, guys, usually we get this information at the same time. So be a little gracious with me. Have a little grace with me as we prepare because it's going to lag a little bit. Because, you know, in our society, we only pay people who know more than us, not the other way around. And so if parents know more than us then why why should they be paying us right so i need to have all the information therefore i can get paid and it'll go somewhere else right because you know if i was a plumber or not if i was a plumber if i needed plumbing done in my house when i need plumbing done in the house i call a plumber and i go hey plumber something's wrong with the pipe something's leaking i have no idea how to fix it can you please fix it because i have no idea what i'm talking about however if i had a clue on what i was talking about then I wouldn't call a plumber. I wouldn't call a plumber, you know, to have him, you know, I would just do it myself, save myself some, a couple of dollars, right? 
And that goes for everything in life. I take my car to a car shop when it's acting up because I don't know anything about cars. There are a lot of you guys out there who know plenty about cars and you don't have to take your car to the shop nearly as much as I do because you know things about cars. We don't pay people who know less than us. So I feel that we get like that when we get put in situations where our knowledge looks incomplete or insufficient. And it's the same thing with scores. We hate it when scores come out, right? This is a big thing. And by we, I'm just talking about general coaches, right? We hate it that the parents can see the scores online. How many times do we say, oh, can we take the scores down off the line, right? Because the last thing we want is, you know, mom coming up to us at the competition, right? We get third place. Mom's like, hey, uh, Jason, I saw that we got a 9-6 in dance. And the other team got a, a 10-0. And I see that was the difference. Should we get a new dance career? Like, hey, 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 get out of my face a lot of that, right? Like, I know what I'm doing. Get out of my face. And, you know, my mom was the one. Actually, we, we started going over our scores with our parents. Haven't been able to do it much this year just because my schedule's been super crazy. But we did try. We did do it a couple times. But, you know, in the past, we've gone over scores with all the parents. And, you know, I, got, I really got the idea from my mom, who we were talking about this for a little bit. Because she said, why is... Why is cheer so cloak and dagger with the scores? Every other sport, you know exactly what the scores are, um, you know, and no one's trying to hide the scores. Cheer is the only thing where we're constantly trying to hide the scores from everyone. And, you know, I've just like, yeah, and, and that's the reason. The reason why we're trying to hide the scores is because we don't want parents to see our deficiency. We don't want the parents looking and going like, oh, man, did you see they got a 9-5? You, we can only imagine the emails that we're going to get when they see that we scored a 9-5 in, in X, Y, or Z. And and I think, again, and I think it's just us as coaches being insecure. So anyway, I just, that was my my, my soapbox with that. But the, the point of all that was, I think we as coaches, I, I understand that, that we as coaches want to be able to, to break news to our athletes and be the ones that tell them, but I think that's just the day and age that we that we live in. And I think we will, you know, our heart rate won't get as high if we learn to accept that that is the new reality that we're in as far as social media and people being able to screenshot and post it. People want to be the people want to be the first people to post something. They don't even necessarily want to be right. They just want to be first, right? But five, six, seven, eight, new topic. That very day while everyone was still complaining or so the next day while everyone was still complaining about everything with worlds and you know the cheer updates released this early people are literally still complaining about that varsity announces and goes hey guys we are going to have the summit oh that that actually really surprised me i remember getting the email i got the email and like kind of skimmed through. I was just waiting for it to say, yeah, we're not going, blah, 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 blah. And I, I was reading, I was like, oh, they're actually hosting. I was, I'm actually more surprised that they're having the summit than I was that they canceled Worlds. But everyone, the whole industry, the focus shifted from hating on cheer updates to hating on varsity. So here's my take on that. And again, this is just an opinion but do you, homie, when we decided about a month ago or so that we, as Amer our American cheer families, we weren't going to go to Summit. We decided it wasn't in the best interest for our families. There's everything going on that American cheer was not going to go to Summit. 
I've been on group chats and talked to other coaches about they're like, what are your thoughts on this? You know, we, you know, we've been bouncing ideas off of each other, whether it's just one-on-one with another coach or an owner, or just in, you know, big group chats and stuff like that, right? Facebook groups, those type of things. And people ask my opinion, I go, well, we're not going to go because X, Y, and Z. And there have been some people who go, yeah, we agree with that. We're not going to go. There's been other people who said, we are going to go. And it's not as much as I don't agree with our program going. If if it's great for your program, then do you. Like, whatever you guys do down the street. I'm not talking about literally down the street. I know we literally have a gym down the street. So I'm going to look into this. You know, I'm just talking about any gym. But I'm not mad at any gym that's making the decision. You know, I'm not, I have not walked a mile in your shoes. So therefore, I'm not going to make a decision or cast judgment on a decision that you think is best for your families. We decided it was best for our families and our program not to attend Summit. And other programs are going to go. I just heard a, um, I literally heard a podcast about a guy, um, I guess Stingrays. I'm not sure if they are going, but they haven't decided not to go yet. They said we're it's on the board, and if they can pull it together, we will possibly consider taking some teams. And when he was talking about that, he specifically mentioned we're here in, if you don't know where Stingrays is, uh, Marietta, Georgia. That'd be confused with Marietta, California, where I'm from. But, you know, Georgia. And he said, yeah, we're going to go. And he said, he quoted, he said, one of the big reasons why it's possible for us to go is because unlike the West Coast, we're only six hours away, a six hour drive. And we're closer to you. I mean, we're like a six hour flight, especially if we have a layover, right? But we're, our trip involves getting a plane ticket and involves multiple, you know, added more days off for, you know, work and school and and just more days, you know, in, in hotels and that whole nine, right? And they said, hey, this is something that we want to consider doing. I'm not mad at Stingrays at all. If Stingrays as a gym is going to be open during that time, if Disney World is going to be open during that time, and other businesses are up and running, and, you know, the federal government or your local, you know, government says it's safe, then more power to them. Go and enjoy it. It just didn't make sense for us out here on the West, because I don't want to get into reasons why we didn't go, but we just decided it wasn't going to be best for us. Now, Varsity has been known to be this, right, the machine, and that this money-hungry company, the only thing they care about is the money, and they, I mean, they have completely dominated our industry. And people, you know, the biggest complaint, they only care about the money and the this and that and all these things. But, you know, the reality is, Real people work at Varsity. And those real people have families and they have a mortgage and they have rent and they have food. You know, they they have things that they need to provide for. You know, they have families they need to provide for. And Varsity already canceled the back half of the season. And I'm assuming, right, we all assume that Summit is a big part of that revenue stream. And when they canceled the back half of the season, my sister works, I guess she still technically works for Varsity. She does choreography. So she works, she does uh, V-Rock. She judges and what else she, does she do? She used to work in the corporate office, but she doesn't do that anymore. She's really kind of phased out. It's not really her livelihood anymore, but she still does choreography on the side with Varsity. But she told me the other day, first round of layoffs were either 1,200 or 1,300 people. Twelve or 1,300 people real life people 
lost their jobs. She said that was round one, and they had to do at least a second round of layoffs. I have no idea how many was in the second round of layoffs, but that's a lot of people out of a job. And I know, and I'm guessing that the people at the top are doing just fine financially. That they're not doing this so that they could win a, you know, cop a profit. They're doing this because they have lots of people who depend on that income to, you know, feed their families, right? And so, if Varsity, right, if the local government, whoever, if people are saying, hey, this is going to be safe and we're going to, you know, do these things, Varsity is trying to provide for or not cut any more. I mean, 1,200 people in, in round one, don't know how many round two was. That's a lot of people who are out of money. And if they can get, if they can pull something together, that's really going to help out a lot of people during this time. And if you don't want to go, don't go. It's it's that simple. We have decided at American that we're not going to go. If another gym, if Stingrays decides that they're going to go, have at it. I wish you guys the best of luck. I hope you guys are safe. But no one is forcing anyone to go to the event. And I just don't see the point of why we are getting so upset about that. But, um, you know, that's just my take on that. But guys, I think that is enough for today. But I think that this should give you kind of the idea of what this podcast is going to be about. Just my opinion on cheer, life, and whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight, we're out. Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's show. Do me a quick favor, hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about this podcast. It's a great way for you to show your support for the channel. I'm your host, Jason Larkins, and you've reached the end of Let's Talk Cheer with Jason. Thanks for listening. Thank you.